0: Welcome to TribCast, the flagship podcast of the La Crosse Tribune. I'm Scott Rada, digital news editor here at the Tribune. Joined today with Jordan Vion, who is our city government reporter. Hello. And sitting across from us are is, uh, two people who know a lot about one of the biggest issues uh, in the city right now, the La Crosse Center expansion. Uh, Brent Smith is uh chairman of the lacrosse center board and art faye is director of the lacrosse center thank you for joining us sure thanks for having us so i'm sure you follow this every hour of every day of every minute possibly but not not everybody listening does maybe you could just step back and give folks an idea of where the plans are about trying to expand uh the lacrosse center
1: uh where we're at is the lacrosse center board voted the other night to approve what's called a schematic design that actually goes to the, to the city council and the mayor, and they will vote on it at their April meeting. So that's, uh, we've been through concept design. That was passed two or three months ago, and there's been a, there was a long lead-up to that, but we're actually at, at a point now where we have a pretty good idea with, with, with this as to how, you know, the square footage, what, what a new lacrosse
0: center uh, is going to be made up of. And maybe you can, uh, there's obviously, I'm sure, lots of things you want to do, and you do have a limited, although a lot of money, involved. Maybe you can tell folks some of the priorities that you've had in this redesign process to really make it uh, all you hope it can be.
2: Well, I think there was a number of things that came to to play here. First, uh, we wanted to have uh, some advantage of the river. You know, we're sitting right there. We've got the river. That's a big selling point for us, and it has been since day one. And so uh, this ballroom that's coming on will have, a, a, you know, the access to the river, the view of the river. Uh, there'll be a, a, an opportunity to, to, you know, to have a, some either a balcony or a rooftop terrace to take a look at that. And, uh, you know, we, we think we've got one of the best views in the country, if not in the world, really, where the bend of the river is right there. Then, uh, you know, as the building has been built over the years, uh, connectivity. You know, we've become a little bit departmentalized, and it made it a little difficult to get around the building, and sometimes we had to send folks outside in the winter. And so now we've got in the plan uh, a way to have a west connector and a downtown or the east connector so that people can just move around the building in a 360 fashion and not have to go outside. Um, and uh, the north hall was a critical piece for us as well, and so that's going to be completely remodeled. And uh, that's going to be an important piece for us as well. And then meeting rooms that go along with this. Uh, And so, you know, those are kind of the base foundation of what we're looking at here. And uh, and a bigger lobby is also going to come along with this because we have a a fairly large event and staging people in that lobby to get them into the arena is an important area. And
0: that can be used also as multifunction for pre-function events as well. Because what people may not realize is when the lacrosse Center opened in 1980, it doesn't look like it looks now. A lot of that is because of a expansion process that happened in the late 90s? Right. There was an a, a expansion that actually was
1: approved, I think, in 1997 and opened in 2000. And that was, ironically, quite a long process, too. We, we, we chuckle a little bit that we're now in the fifth year of, of this project. But uh, I think when I came on the board in the early 90s, we were talking about the, this first expansion,
0: which didn't get done until 2000. And, and you mentioned that this process we're in the middle of is, has not been without a few hiccups. Um, last year, uh, there was a proposal to uh, spend a little more money that's maybe on the table now and extend the uh, center up and over part of Riverside Park. And there was some feedback that uh, a lot of folks said that maybe that's what they didn't want, and maybe most importantly, uh, because he has the veto pen the mayor said that's what he didn't want so this new plan if I understand it right does not go up and out and over the park and also is a little less expensive than the one that was talked about last year
2: it, it is that it doesn't go into the park at all but it goes over the back parking lot and over the top of front street um, you know and uh th- that uh, area there is you know the footprint that we're working with you know the first version that we had we were hoping that you know the uh underneath the building that was going to be going into the park we were giving back some different things and uh, that just didn't catch enough momentum so now the new plan that's back out there and you're right it it did come in um, you know at a lesser rate and we're we're just shy of 42 million dollars on this particular project where the other one I believe was 47.
0: And in this process too you uh, certainly don't want to be caught by surprise and want to make sure you're getting input along the way um, I know Jordan has been at uh, a number of uh, sessions. Eight. Eight <laughs> sessions.
3: I have been at eight Lacrosse Center board meetings That's all in the and last two, two months. public input <laughs> sessions in the last two months. <laughs> and,
0: and maybe you could all talk a little bit about what some of the things during the public is saying during these input sessions. Well, I, I think it's interesting because
1: this we're getting input from a lot of different people, uh, groups. One is the users of the center, two is the public. Uh, obviously consultants that we've had from across the country come in here the last four or five years. But I think it's interesting that the public members, the one who use it to go to weddings or to go to graduations, uh, they are really focused more on the interior of the building. Uh, I think the connectivity that Art talked about uh, maybe the arena as far as getting that up to date, those type of things, where if you talk to a meeting planner and, or somebody who's coming in for a conference or a convention, they're probably more fo- focused on more square footage, uh, another ballroom, and that type of thing. So it's an interesting, but clearly, uh, you know, we've got a very good response from Lacrosse residents who have come in and they've taken advantage of uh, those two meetings.
3: So I want to back up a little bit. Um, When you guys were working on your last expansion, what did you guys learn from that? Like, when you guys put it together, and what did you learn about what people want from their convention center that sort of led you to decide that, you know, another ballroom was the way to go here for this one?
2: This is back in 2000? Yeah. Yeah, you know, there was a demand. We were turning away a lot of business, because at that time, the format was uh, just the arena, the North Hall, and the Z-Suite. And in, when the building was first opened, that uh, North Hall was very flexible. It has the ability to break down into 14 different rooms, and uh, it, it it wasn't much uh, as far as ambiance. You know, tile floor, cement walls, and a uh, drop ceiling, and uh, you know that was a box. And in that time, you know, the boxes worked, and then pretty boxes came around, and we all the way moved around to resorts. So the competition really changed. So as, we, as the competition was changing, we recognized that you know, there was a need for a ballroom and more meeting space. And that's where South Hall A and B and the ballroom came about. And we had subdivided uh, South Hall B into four rooms. And that became uh, a meeting space that could be used in addition to the ballroom. So uh, those kind of things all came together. And, you know, we, our success has always been in multiple small events. You know, we, we talk about the big ones. But we have many times people don't even re- recognize we've got two, three, maybe even four events going on any given weekend.
0: And, and maybe you can talk. That's important not only because they're using lacrosse center, but the more importantly I would think you would say is that they're staying at hotels and eating at restaurants and shopping absolutely. in stores no absolutely that's
1: and then the statistics we have and I think uh, you've used is 38 million dollars a year now of economic impact on downtown on lacrosse and a lot of it's as you say staying in hotels eating in restaurants shopping downtown and the the addition that we're now contemplating would be another six million. So, on an annual basis, lacrosse center would have a forty over forty-four million dollars of economic impact. And so, you're you're right on that. That's part of the reason that a the lacrosse center has succeeded, and uh, also part of the reason that I think this latest uh,
0: uh, idea that we have is 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 moving along well. And and I would you know I would imagine when you just are talking to people you know in the community and talk about your respective roles at the lacrosse center, I can't. I would, can't help but think that you'll often get the question of, well, but geez, we don't get big concerts here. And, and I suppose maybe you can explain to people why, I mean, big concerts are fun, but they're really not what brings in uh, as much revenue as, as many other things that happen here.
2: You know, it's two kind of different revenue. You know, the convention business comes in and that has a pretty good economic impact throughout the community. It's it's that overnight traveler and visitor and uh, that's the hotels and the restaurants and shopping and those kind of things. The day visitor that we get in an event like a concert is, is a different one. It comes in for a dinning, dining and uh, you know, they might go out and have a cocktail beforehand and, and enjoy the show. Um, you know, we do have to have that in our portfolio as, uh, you know, quality of life is one of the things in bringing these shows in. Uh, you know, but you got to be careful also, you know, if you build a 10,000-seat arena in La Crosse, Wisconsin, you know, it might be overbuilding your market. And uh, you got to be careful about that because, you know, in reality, we're a tertiary market, you know, and we're not on the main drag for a lot of these big shows. And if we had 10,000 seats, we probably could see some of them, but, you know, it's not a long list. We're competing with the big boys, you know, a lot of times to get that uh, that kind of talent to come through here. And, uh, you know, the, we've got the ability to have five, 6,000 people in a reserve seat show, and uh, there's a niche there, and we do a lot of half-house shows and bring a lot of events like that in there. So, you know, one of the things, you know, people think it's going to be a 10,000-seat arena. It's not going to be. You know, we're 50,000-seat population community, and, you know, the math doesn't really start working too many times if you have that big of uh, an arena to fill all the time, all year long. So, uh, you know, we think we're at the right size for the marketplace. So, I mean, the, the arena gets a lot of the attention because it's a high-profile event and the big things come through and occasionally we land some, some things that come through for routing and a variety of reasons why they come here. Um, you know, but, uh, you know, there's a lot more to the building than just what you see on a, on a Saturday night with a, a big-name talent.
3: Though the expansion renovation is going to include some improvements <clears throat> to the arena, is that right?
2: Well, the arena definitely needs some improvements. I mean, the, the seating is original seating from 1980. Uh, you know, the lighting systems, the dressing rooms for the artists, the, the kitchens backstage, um, the, the riser system that we have, concession stands, uh, the bathrooms, all those are going to be touched in this project. So, I mean, you've got a 1980 arena, and we've got to bring it up to speed here. And it's, it's for the guests and for the artists as well.
0: And I would imagine one of the tough things, and we're going to go work under the assumption that. We're sort of speaking, I guess, that this is a done deal, and we should stress again that there are still things that need to be done and still uh, votes that need to be taken. But assuming things go the way you want, I would think, you know, in some ways the hard work's just beginning because you have to do two things at once. You have to uh, renovate, expand the Lacrosse Center, and also keep having events and booking uh, people into the Lacrosse Center. I can't imagine that's something that you're not already thinking about.
1: Oh definitely and you know we, we talk about it all the time and we're, we're asked certainly that by by the members of the public city council, the mayor, how are we going to do while construction's going on and I think we're in, in pretty good shape uh, on that uh, and artists and the staff are even talking to some of the people who are going to have events to, to assure them that they can the, the center's going to be available and maybe we have to do a little switching but we still their events are still going to have to take place. but no the year 2020 and, and potentially 2021, we're going to have to work on on some of that. You're you're absolutely right, but we can't have a situation where all of a sudden, sudden, we're in the
0: we're in the tank as far as our 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 operations, our bottom line. So maybe you could just walk folks through. You know, if things go like you hope, April 11th is the vote at the city council. Right, right. It does it does this something that needs to go back in front of the council or is that sort of the end of the line there? Well, it's it's it could land up going back to the council on some th- on some specific things
1: But that's the big vote. I mean you're right and assuming the financing is approved And we talked about we had a meeting on that yesterday and that may not be until May Assuming that that takes place then if the bid start for the project We could even get some of the work in some of the internal things done in 2019 And maybe the North Hall gets done fairly quickly in 2020 and Then uh, eventually to go to the ballroom and some other things. So I think the end date, Art, would be the completion date, as far as you understand it now, would be.
2: I I was, you know, they were talking about mid 2021, you know, but, you know, in time getting construction, it could be latter part of the year, but, uh, you know, mid to late 21.
0: And and until then maybe you could uh, what are some of the uh, you know, we'd like to think it's spring now. What are some <laughs> of the what are some of the big events that are, are happening at the lacrosse center between now and, and, and summertime?
2: Well, we got next week. We got the rural water convention coming in. There's a number of conventions that we've got coming in. We've got a sold-out Luke Combs show coming up this Saturday. We've got Breaking Benjamin in. Harlem Globetrotters are going to be with us. Um, you know, we've got the uh, dart and pool tournaments that come through on a on an annual basis. And,
0: and just to stop for the dart and pool. I mean, how many? That's something a lot of folks may not be aware of. How many people, on average, do you expect for that tournament?
2: Well, there's two different ones. Stansfield has got a regional one here that uh, brings in a lot of people. It's a little bit smaller in the state, but that's somewhere, you know, around 2,000 dart throwers, and they come in and they, you know, they, they come back. They play singles, they play mixed doubles, they play team, and, uh, you know, they're here for four days. Uh, the Wham-O pool and dart tournament is the state one. It's, you know, it's bigger than the national one out there, and that's that's getting up to 3,000 dart tournament throwers over the course of three, four days in, in the uh, in the area. So, uh, you know, the dart's a little bit bigger than the pool, and uh, those are big events, and, uh, you know, you may not even know they're in town, but they're out shooting and throwing darts, you know, shooting pool and throwing darts at, uh, you know, the downtown area when they get in town here. They, they do make a big impact.
3: And
0: I said you, you said a lot of people may not know they're in town, but I bet you almost every downtown business owner knows they're in
2: town. They do. It's, it's kind of like their big vacation, and they come in, and, uh, they, you know, they, they're here to have a good time, and uh, they're not willing to bring out their, their pocket book and enjoy lacrosse
3: okay so can we summarize exactly what the council will be voting on this april it's april 11 6 p.m at the lacrosse common council chambers what is included in this uh schematic design
1: okay so we have uh we have a north hall which how big which is going to be about eleven thousand square square foot we have another added a ballroom we which have,
3: will hold about 700 people.
1: That's correct. Uh, we have a rooftop terrace. We have a connector, which Art was talking about earlier, that connects portions of the building, and we have some additional meeting room space, which is going to be actually two floors of meeting space stacked on one another. So those are the main. If I missed anything, Art? I think that's. Well, the
2: other big element is about uh, 6.8 million dollars of uh, upgrades that are coming. The,
1: the existing footprint mostly the arena that we talk or a lot of it through the re- arena that yeah. we talked about earlier right that, like the
3: that's most notable most noticeable thing for people going is going to be the seats right like like if you're going yeah. there yeah
2: internally the the outside the skin of the outside and lobbies are going to are going to mm-hmm. be made up differently yeah. too and that's going to be a, a significant uh difference when people come in and get greeted at the center
3: like you guys are redoing the atrium, but as far as you know what exactly that's going to look like, how much money you guys are putting in, that's not yet decided. That's not included in the schematic design yet.
1: Well, it is. The atrium is is in the schematic design, and, and I, the entrance way is kind of. But mm-hmm. you know, there's still going to be some negotiation on on that. But I mean, there is going to be a significant, a big difference when you walk into the lacrosse center from Second Street as opposed to what it is now. There will be an atrium. There'll be glass. How much? And, we're still going to work some of that through, and as you saw from some of our discussions. But uh, I think everybody thought we should have a little more on our, uh, t- on our
0: entranceway, and, and you're going to see mm-hmm. that. And of all the things we're talking about that people may see differently, if and probably when this project moves forward, could one of those things be a different name? You know, that's been talked about uh, a lot, and it's been talked
1: about even for, for years. This isn't new for this particular project. Right now, it would be very hard to predict that.
0: I would say the odds are probably to be fair to be against that. I mean, just, when we're speaking, of course, of, of a, a naming rights, right, right, having yeah, it right, be yeah, the, you know, Acme right, Center, right. or, right. or what name, whatever yeah, company it would yeah, be. Yeah,
1: I, I think, right, there isn't somebody who's logically out there who we've approached or has approached us, so I or approached anybody in the city for that matter, as far as I know. So I, I think that's... Probably less than 50-50, but, uh, you know, uh, all it takes is one
0: person. If anybody's listening and wants to write a $10 million check, they can give you a call? I think we can can handle that. Well, we sure thank you for joining us and outlining all the uh, process that's been leading up to this. And I'm sure folks will continue to watch uh, between now and April 11th. And I'm sure Jordan will, I know where you'll be April 11th.
3: Yeah, I'll be, uh, same place I'll be. Just about every Thursday night. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, thanks again for, for everybody for thanks, listening, Scott. and uh, uh, good luck with your project. Thanks, Scott. Thanks, Scott. Thanks. Jordan.